Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with founder of the Shiva Method, Fran Bailey. Her extensive training in dancing combined with energy healing has evolved into a simple method for evolving the mind, body, heart, and soul. Since 2002, Fran has channeled her passion into the Shiva Method, seeking harmony in energy, voice, and action. This process resets the system to restore with practical techniques to live more consciously through energetic awareness. She is thrilled to share this work used in years of client consultations and emergence to offer clarity, distinction, and balance. She's got a great story. Enjoy. Great to meet you. Nice to meet you. Where are you located? Cincinnati. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Where Where are are you? I'm in Kansas City. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So are you a sports fan? Uh, uh, Sort of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've I, I haven't really talked to anybody from Cincinnati since the last year's big game, the football game. Right. But what the mayor did there yeah. was I know. Terrible. Like yeah. what whatever advisor he has around him is like in the second grade and drunk. Oh, I know. It, it that was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. And it really did piss people off. Like me being somebody like I never had any weird thing about the Bengals at all. But when that happened, I was like, kill him, like just destroy him on the field. Yeah, well, and that's I, the way everybody felt. Well, the city was Paul. You know, the whole city was like, are you kidding? Oh, my God. It's it was like, terrible. Terrible. You already have a very fueled rivalry and you already yeah. have them calling it Burrowhead. And then you have the mayor doing something where he's going to proclaim an actual day. It's like, wow, that's mm-hmm. that's that's crazy. But anyway, it's you know, it, it, it gets people talking, it gets people fired up. So, I mean, it could have worked one way or another. Well, you know, we do all we're human. We make mistakes, but that oh, was, yeah. a big, that was a biggie. Yeah. But, the, biggie. but the reds, the reds are doing good. I'm very excited about that. Reds are doing great. Um, and the, the, um, the, not the soccer, soccer's doing well. And okay. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's all good. You know, I've never been to Cincinnati, but I had a good friend. I got a 1985 red Jeep years ago, and he gave me an old school WKRP sticker. It freaked everyone out. I'd get notes put under my windshield. Everybody talked about it. It was like the perfect car and the perfect sticker. (laughs) Yeah. No, Cincinnati's doing really, I mean, as far as it's really booming. It is. I mean, the arts and the, there's a lot of music here. There's a lot of theater, dance. Um. You know, and the sports are a lot of people are moving here. It's like, wow, that's good. That's good. So it's great to meet you before we get into your work and your method and and, and what propels you. I want to know, how did you survive COVID? How did you get through the last three years? How has it changed the way that you do things now? Good question. Um, So I had a partner who, you know, sort of just kind of didn't want him to see me or do anything. And he was kind of, anyway. So I basically refined the method alone and was in the studio working my butt off to get this body work finished and um, without anybody's help because I just, he wouldn't, you know. So I learned to do it myself and, um, you know, define the work. And I said, okay, I want to do a video. I want to do a film, even though it's COVID, I got to get this done because it's, it's here and it's now. And so picking all the music and the movement and, you know, it's a 25 minute 
body work about acupressure points and and movement and um to teach people how to do energy work on themselves so it's a self-healing um technique yeah so um i think with covid it's like i got had this fire in me it's like okay the guides came in my spiritual guides came in and said you need to do this and you need to do it now like was just i was up at night you know channeling dreaming doing all the things that needed to be done and the my book was finished so that was good so i pulled and you know stuff from the book and but it's the body work that was finished um how is it going to get it out there through video i figured okay through covid i'm going to have to get this shiva method online so my mind was working in those terms and then i started classes doing online then i started reading energy online and basically i wanted to as technology increased and we use technology more and more i wanted the spirituality and the psychic ability to increase as well yeah so that was my motive and that was my decision to like okay i'm gonna bring it somehow <laughs> yeah you know yeah. yeah that's great so let, let's get to your method and let's get to kind of the essence of what you do for a living i'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders it's career day one of the kids looks up and says hey what do you do for a living how do you answer that child mm. um well i answer i would answer that i play in being happy and how to get how to be happy how to feel good um and i teach ways to help you feel better about yourself and teach you ways to um know about yourself more and if you know more about yourself then you know more about others in a way that okay if that Basically, the body doesn't lie. So you you learn to respond to your cues, your what what you're feeling and what you're knowing, what you're seeing and hearing. So um, I would say that I validate you. So what did you want to be in the third grade? <laughs> um, well, I was always dancing. So I dance was very, very big. And that was my, I started dancing when I was four. Yeah. And um, music was always a big, big thing. Um, so music and dance and art and anything that was creative for me, that was an avenue that I wanted to take. So where were you born and raised? What were some of the specific seeds that led you to wanting to help people? Good question. Um, so I grew up, my father was a musician. He played the piano and accordion and sang, and my mom was a dancer. And um, But my mother grew up as a Christian scientist. So we grew up as a Christian scientist. So the metaphysical thinking, the positive thinking was always present, meaning that um, we're not going to run to a doctor for small things. We're going to think mind over matter and believe in the higher spirit to help us and that we are this perfect being and, and that we're able to, to um, 
think about our healing more than do, do, do. Now, you know, with that, I mean, I worked with doctors and worked with a lot of acupuncturists. So, so that metaphysical impetus and with the art and musical dance influence, I think you understand, I understood what energy was more because it's like, okay, there's a positive, highly creative, um, powerful creative energy that we all have if we use it correctly. So um, the impetus is always coming back to the heart, always coming back to what, what's real. Um, and of course, in life, things happen. And I mean, I got cancer and, <laughs> you know, all those things. But my, my father died and I got cancer like a year and a half after wow. he died. And then I realized, okay, well, there is that, but I believe that I can heal, help heal myself. I believe that we all have cancer cells. It happens to be that I was in a weakness, emotional weakness, three babies, three young kids, my husband off working, stress of normal life. And I think that... Um, Basically, what happened is I worked with some major healers. That's what really started the impetus of the Shiva method. It was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to shrink these cancer cells. I'm going to think positively that I'm going to be whole through love, divine love. And um, I'm going to help shift this energy. So that so was kind of... So you so, obviously beat cancer and... Mm -hmm. I when, beat when, cancer. I had um, stage four cervical cancer and um, there were two doctors said that I needed to take everything out and that I might die. And I didn't, I said, really? I don't think so. And then they said, by the way, you should get a lift in your tummy because you had twins. Hmm. I went, really? <laughs> So I finally found a third doctor, a female doctor, said, you don't have to take everything out. You're fine. We'll get through this. You have to come every, you know, for three years, you got to come every three months or something. And I said, okay, well, let's just do this. Let's do this. So um, I had some medical things and then I just started working positively in that area. I just said, okay, we're going to bring it whole. We're going to bring it back to normal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I've heard I've heard about that quite a bit about how you can, you know, you can really influence the way that your body reacts to something that's foreign. So, um, who's been a hero for you, you know, through all these times that you've gone through in your life, who's been kind of a role model or a hero? I would say my, my parents and my, my, um, my teachers, my healers, um, Rose and Briere was a, medical intuitive that's who i trained with as an energy healer and then um gloria hampshire and john friedlander or taught me how to do meditation deeply through the hindu system of chakra system um you know it goes on and on einstein um you know the the biggies young yeah. carl young um you know all the fabulous musicians that inspired my dance and 
you know, that musical impetus to move the energy. Yeah. So what was the first live show that you ever saw live concert that really blew you away? Well, I'll tell you, I didn't see it live, but my father took me to a baseball game in Cincinnati and we were down kind of in the projects and I heard Stevie Wonder coming out of a, all these windows. I went, who is that? I need to know who that is. So I think, you know, I mean, I've seen the who, the, you know, monkeys, the, all those people, but soul music that the rhythm just kind of, mm, that really got me. Yeah. So definitely, definitely in, you know, Aretha Franklin, James Brown, um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I saw James Brown, <laughs> Aretha Franklin. So my first, gosh, that Stevie Wonder really sticks out. In my yeah. Mind. No, that's good. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a great answer. So let me ask you this, kind of in that realm. If you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? Oh. That's a kind of that just just being here, you know. Be, me, I think now meeting the people that I'm meeting, and um, I'm just thrilled with. I think COVID taught us something that you know every experience is sacred. Who would I ask? Now? Okay, who would I want to meet? I see. I probably Rosalind. She's a healer. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, well, they're all passed away now. You know, all the ones that I want to see. Um. You know, Ram Dass. Uh, I saw him many years ago, but he's gone. Um. Yeah. No, that's yeah. good. That that that's good. Let me ask you this: from all of these healers that you've mentioned. You know, they obviously were very motivated to help people and very driven. What is that drive for you? What is the motivator for you to do the work that you do and to help people? The motivator is um, the study of energy and how I can simplify and find a way that people can start healing themselves so that people can start connecting to who they are and and love the uniqueness of themselves and also understand how the body works in such perfect, a perfect way. And, and that they rely on themselves and not run and depend on doctors. And, you know, they are not all the answer. Um, but ultimately everything's going to go back to you. So if you can understand the process of, of how your body works and the beauty of it, then it's the self-healing that I want to share. So with your Shiva method, method, tell me what's been one of your best success stories, one that always puts a smile on your face. Oh. Um, well, there, there, there are a few. There are quite a few. I think the, 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 the most recent one was uh, a female doctor that I worked with. She actually, we worked together and um, she came to me and she's, she's an alternative he healer, does needles and, but she went through a really tough, tough time uh, losing a daughter. And um, 
I saw her and I said, I think it's time you see me. And I don't usually do that because I usually get like these dreams. If somebody comes into my dream state, it's like, okay, I need to call them because it's the third time now something is going on. So she came to see me and, went, and um, we did a meditation. We're sitting across from, and I said, you're going to be doing something really, really big. This is without your husband because you're going to do this for your daughter. So this is energetically what I could tell. She said, yes, right. She already was already planning it. And then I put her on the table and she had been to California and had a lot of shaman work. And was definitely going into the other realms, which is very different for an end doctor. You know, she had gone past this into the spiritual realm. And I started working on her and, um, you know, I could see color. I could see her energy shifting. I could see um, her body sort of connecting. When you do energy work, it's like physics on the, on the, when she's on the table. You start connecting the lines. And she was very easy to, to work with because she was in those other realms. And she finished, I finished and I sat over here. Wow. Yeah. We can move on if you want. No, 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 it's fine. Okay. It's okay. just, uh, she saw something in me and what happened to her in with the shaman, the same thing happened here. So that was pretty, pretty big, meaning yeah. that she went into a huge, um, like beyond these, this world and could see crystals and energy and that her life was going in the right direction. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is, that's, that's pretty amazing. You know, a lot of people out there, you know, we're all like, kind of weaned on traditional medicine yeah i mean you have a certain amount of the population that gets into energy and 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 it's and it's a big deal what do you think the hang-up is what do you what do you think it's going to be for people to get over that and to embrace taking control of their energy and the energy around them faith um saying no to Allowing the energy to come in, allowing meditation to happen, allowing to not run away from yourself and not assume and expect that that person will change my, you know, that person will change my life. It's really up to you. So if people can understand their own gifts and their own ability, I think that we are energetically now in this incredible place. The veil is very thin. The spiritual world and the physical world are becoming very close. So to access those spiritual levels or those places of knowing your instinct, your intuition, your ability to um trust the process i think the more that that people um can learn how to do that the easier they will live daily life yeah because 
they're not going to be rushing to somebody else. What's the answer? What's the answer? What's the answer? I need that answer. I want this. I want that. And it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The should, the have to, the odd. I mean, it's like, I have to this and I have to, uh-uh. Guys, just, you know, chill and come back to a natural place. Come back to nature. Come back to, because <laughs> there isn't anything else. Yeah. We don't have a choice. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So of all of the things that you've done so far and accomplished in your life, what are you the proudest of? I am proudest of that I've stuck to my guns and that I believed when nobody else did. And that 20 years ago, I started on this spiritual path. I knew as a really young kid because I was psychic, but I they were all trying to chase me and find me through all the years, and they finally found me. But it's like, okay, I'm on the road, and I don't know where it's taken me, but I'm most proud of how I sustained it and continued the, the work. So let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into the 20-year-old version of yourself. You can give that young version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained in your life. What would you tell that young version? Um, trust in your own ability. Don't get wrapped up in everybody else's, excuse my expression, stuff. Yeah. Um, believe in you, believe in your own abilities and know that you're on the right path. So everyone out there has a perception of you, all these pockets of people, family, friends, clients, colleagues, yeah. that you're in control. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, well, I often get that thing of like, who's that crazy woman living on a hill up there? You know, because we live on the hill. Um Wait, say it again. Ask so so everyone has these perceptions of you, different roles that you play, but you're in control. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think I'm a, a loving person that cares and that um I'm here to share my gifts. Um and those that want them. We'll take them. Those that don't, won't. And I'm not apologizing anymore. Because I'm old. Right. <laughs> I, I get that. You get to a point where you got to cut it off. You know, you, you, you like it or you don't. I get it. That's it. Yeah. Yep. So let me ask you this. If you could see any event in human history with your own eyes, witness something that's happened, what would it be? What would you have loved to have been to see? I think I would have loved to have seen, well, or, well, or B, maybe B, um, and maybe I was in another lifetime. I don't know. The Indian culture, American Indian culture, yeah, 
they know this earth. They are both and they know where the great spirit is. I think I would have loved to have seen how those women and men work together and um, how they worked with nature and that that has sustained itself through many, many decades. So um, because they're very happy people. I mean, you know, we destroyed them, but they're, they're still here and they are still fighting for this earth. And I think I really love that. I would have loved to have experienced that. Yeah. So Fran, if anyone wants to hire you, learn more about you, anything about your world, where can they go? Um, FranBaileyHealer.com. And I have a, a free meditation at the bottom of the homepage. Uh, I do one-on-one. I do, um, there are tools, chakra tools that you can work with. Um, I did a mandala for each chakra that you can actually, they're laminated and you use and put them on the table or lay down on because I'm infused energy into them. Um, I have a book, Emergence. This is my book. Um, and it's just basically all about the chakra system and learning about your uh, energy centers, psychic centers. And, um, you know, I think basically what happens if you really want to make a shift and a change with if you're going through a divorce or if you're going through any kind of physical stuff, any trauma, or usually I do like three intense sessions on Zoom or in person. And then, um, you know, I give you kind of a, I channel a system for you. So it's very, very personal. Yeah. But um, the work in itself, the book is a guide. The meditation is the guide. If you want to just start with that, that's really, really good. To, Excellent. Yeah. That's wonderful. Fran, thank you so much for opening up. Thank you for your story. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Nice chatting with you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Yeah.